Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for those Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks. But scratch that. Today, we're talking about the other side of Orlando. We're hanging out in Universal. This is episode 150, Universal Orlando 101, and Epic Universe News. Hey friends, happy Friday to you and happy 150 episodes. I'm celebrating that a little bit today when I started this podcast year and a half ago, hanging out in my closet talking about Disney. Wasn't really sure if I was going to make it this far, but still plenty of things to talk about. So very thankful for all of you that hang out and listen with me. Listen to me week to week. Um, And just really, really appreciate it. If you're enjoying the podcast and you haven't already, or if it's been a while, take a second, leave a rating and review. It is so helpful in letting others find our little corner of the podcast world here. And again, just thanks so much for being a listener. All right. With the big news that Universal let out this week, all about Epic Universe, I thought it would be fitting to kind of pause the resort series and hop over and talk about Universal. Universal Studios. And this episode is really for the person who kind of fell in my boat. I had been to Universal a couple times, but it really wasn't until a recent agency trip that I went on last year that I really got immersed and caught up on all things Universal. So this is really the podcast for the Disney lover that hasn't made their way across Orlando over there to visit Universal, but you kind of want the gist of what it's about. So today I'm just going to go over some basics. I'm going to kind of take you through the two theme parks that currently exist, or three technically, as well as share with you more about the announcements with the new theme park Universal is building, and that's Epic Universe. So just for starters, if you're brand new and you don't know a lot about Universal and kind of what's going on, Universal, great theming, great setup, similar to Disney with your on-site hotels, the parks, really Universal wins with proximity. Um, And I've done previous episodes kind of comparing the two, but I feel like Universal is just a natural kind of place you visit maybe as the kids get older or if you're going with thrill seekers because you definitely have more of those intense rides. You also have some different theming that you can't get with Disney like Dr. Seuss, Harry Potter. Um, We'll see some new things coming in Epic Universe where if those are your people's like cup of tea, this is another big draw to get you over to Universal. But let's just start with a few basics. Number one, Universal has eight on-site hotels. There are kind of four different categories. If you're familiar with Disney, kind of think about your value all the way up to your deluxe resort. Similar thing with Universal where you kind of get upgraded amenities. Your proximity to the park is better where with some of these, you know, premier higher level resorts that you're paying a little bit more for. You have the option to walk to the park. And then really the biggest perk of staying in those top tier resorts at Universal is you get Express Pass Unlimited included with your ticket. This lets you skip the line over there without having to pay extra. And 
its cost is a lot more than what Disney charges for Genie Plus. So you don't have to reserve times with it. You really can just walk in this special line, ride your ride, walk off, go on it again if you want. So it's an awesome perk. But you have those eight on-site hotels. And right now, Universal is set up where everyone, if you park, if you take a bus, for the most part, you come in through security at one checkpoint, and then you are in their city walk area. Kind of think downtown Disney, a bit smaller, but it's your shopping, your entertainment district, food, sit-down restaurants, fast food, quick service restaurants, just everything you could want is right there in that central city walk area. And then to the right, you've got Universal Studios Orlando, that theme park, and to the left, you've got Islands of Adventure. So I highly suggest their park-to-park ticket at Universal because the parks are just so close. It's not a big deal to just walk through City Walk and go to the other park or ride the Hogwarts Express kind of in the back of the parks to connect them. Now, your third theme park, and Universal does consider their water park a theme park, is Volcano Bay. I got to visit this when I went in February. It is an awesome theme park um, or awesome water park. I definitely would say it's got more going for it than the Disney ones um, just because you've got a little more thrill. My, I'm like not super exciting and I was there by myself. I think I would have had a really different experience if I was with my kids. But just a few things to highlight. There's an aqua coaster. There's a ton of little splash areas for the kids. There's the wave pool on the main like sand beach where the volcano is. You got a slow lazy river you have like an intense lazy river and just tons of great slides and tube rides and all of that kind of thing they also have an awesome what's called tapu tapu system with some of their more longer wait rides you know high ticket things and you can literally just kind of tap in reserve your spot it'll let you know when it's time to come back and that's when you get in line so kind of like virtual queue but you're just doing it with a little wristband so that is awesome if you're planning to spend a lot of time there i would suggest staying at the cabana bay resort because it is literally right beside it right there walkable awesome perk. But now I want to get into the two theme parks. Just talk to you a little bit about the lands, kind of what's there, the layout of both these parks, and then we'll get into the newest theme park coming, Epic Universe. All right, let's get into the first theme park, and that is Universal Studios Florida. Um, This park, when you first walk in, is kind of set up like city blocks is what it reminds me of. This is your production central, kind of your Hollywood parade street are the different areas here. Um, You have a lot of different things. You've got minions represented up here. There's the race through New York with Jimmy Fallon, Revenge of the Mummy, um, kind of things like that, a Blues Brothers show. So again, just sort of making you feel like you're in the streets of New York when you first walk in there, um, even though the New York section technically is in the back, but I feel like it carries through kind of all the way to the front. Um, You also have your Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, Meeting the Transformers. Those are some of your heavy hitter rides. And this is kind of set up in a big circle around the main lagoon body of water there. You've got your San Francisco area, your wizarding world of Harry Potter, Diagon Alley. This is where you're going to find um, Escape from Gringotts and the Hogwarts Express, Ollivanders. So not a ton of Harry 
Harry Potter themed rides here, but I do think the Diagon Alley theming is just a little bit more immersive, so I prefer it to Hogsmeade. Um, if you keep going around, you've got a little World Expo station, you've got Springfield, home of the Simpsons, and you've got that ride there, as well as some stuff for the kids, uh, Woody Woodpecker's Kids Zone, and then you kind of get back to the Hollywood area at the front of the park. So not going super in depth. I mean, there's other rides, tons of places to eat, lots of other things to see at Universal Studios. But I'm just trying to give you kind of a high level of the different lands and sort of what you can expect there. All right, then we would either take the Hogwarts Express or we would walk through City Walk and we would make it over to Islands of Adventure. And with this scene park, I really like your entryway here. It's the port of entry. You kind of feel like you're in a old school marketplace with just, you know, things hanging up from the rafters and lots of little shops and that kind of thing. And then the setup here is also just a big circle kind of around a body of water. If you come in and go right, you hit Seuss Landing. Great spot there for the kiddos. Lots of Dr. Seuss themed rides, lots of color. Um, the Lost Continent area is next. This is where you're going to find like Poseidon, Mythos restaurant, Greek god kind of themed things. Um, If you keep going from there, you hit the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Hogsmeade and you have a few more rides in this section. You've got um, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey which kind of takes you through Hogwarts Castle. You've got Flight of the Hippogriff which is kind of like a kiddie coaster and then Hagrid's Magical Motorbike Adventure That is a mouthful for sure. Um, Rounding out that way, you've got your Jurassic Park area. The big heavy hitter there being the Coaster, um, which is not my cup of tea, but is supposed to be like the coaster to ride. Then you hit a little spot for Skull Island, Reign of Kong. That's a ride back there. Toon Lagoon, which is just a nice, you know, Toon comic strip kind of Dudley Do-Right, Popeye, that kind of theming with some kids rides and a water ride back there. And then you come to Marvel Superhero Island. So again, if you've got those Marvel fans, not a ton for them in Disney over here on the East Coast. Legally, there just can't be. Um, Universal has those rights. So you've got uh, what we got Hulk, that coaster, um, Doctor Doom, Spider-Man things, all really lots of your favorite characters. You're going to see right there in that area. And then that kind of completes the circle for you. So hopefully that's kind of a broad view for you of what's available right now at the two theme parks and the water park at Universal. Um, Now let's get into the newest craze. Okay, so Universal in 2025. I don't know that we have a specific timeline early, late. Um, But I mean, if you get online, you can find construction updates and drones flying over lots of cool things going on. But we got kind of more info this week about the different lands and sections of the new park epic universe. Now, even in just my research of trying to like pull up a concept art map, there is a ton of stuff out there. There are, I even saw one that had like all these different rides labeled and restaurants. I am just going to share with you what was kind of put out by Universal and what was out there in our travel agent training that we got on the subject. So yes, there could be a ton of speculation, a ton of possibilities. I'm just going to 
going to kind of tell you what Universal put out there as facts. Okay. First up, there are going to be five themed areas, at least for now, in Epic Universe. When you kind of first enter the park, you're going to be in Celestial Park. And this is almost like a straight line band right through the middle. Um, This feels very, like I said, kind of mythological Greek Roman gods. Um, I mean, it's Celestial Park, so lots of sun, moon, and stars, that kind of thing. Looks like you're entering through, you know, shops. There's lots of fountains and water right there through the middle. Um, And the only thing that they really concrete shared as far as rides. We're both in this area. There's going to be kind of a celestial carousel right in the middle, um, as well as a coaster. But here is what I am most excited about in the Celestial Park area. If you go kind of all the way through the band, past the shops and restaurants, any rides, the fountains, right at the back of the park, there is the Helios Hotel. Yes, my friends, a hotel right there connected to the parks. If you don't know, they do this in um, Disney's California Adventure over in like California, Disneyland area, but the Grand Californian Hotel actually has a private entrance right into the park. I think it is the coolest thing ever. So this is not like close, like you walk to it, like you do contemporary to Magic Kingdom. This is literally in the park. The hotel is the back like boundary of the park. And I think, again, this is just the coolest thing to be able to like look out your window and see the theme park and just go downstairs and be in the theme park in the morning. Like, how flippin' cool. Okay, now there are four other themed areas that we know about off of this um Celestial Park space. And what's really cool is you kind of go through a portal to get to each of them. There are these really cool like archways with things sticking up in the middle. If you look at the concept art, you can see that. But your four areas off the main one are going to be Super Nintendo World. So Mario, all his friends. Dark Universe. This is going to be like your villains. You know, I don't know how how dark they're going. Kind of think your Halloween Horror Nights vibe that Universal does so well, but in a section of a park for all the time. You've got How to Train Your Dragon, Isle of Burke. So really pull in in that IP and then to not be forgotten Harry Potter and the Ministry of Magic section. So I am super excited for these. Um, I will say I know Super Nintendo World out in Universal um, in California is great. The theming is awesome, but I just know it's small and I think they just don't have a ton of space to work with it out there. So I'm really hoping that when they bring it over here to the East Coast, there's a little more space to work with. Things can be a bit more spread out and they can really just take what they did in California and kind of upgrade it. Um, How to Train Your Dragon, you know, my family have watched those movies. That's fun. But I think Universal definitely needs those kids' areas because they do do intense. They do the big coasters. um, And I sometimes find a little trouble, you know, finding things for the kids to do, especially in the Universal Studios park. Um, I think Islands of Adventure does a little better of having more kid areas, but I'm really excited to see this How to Train Your Dragon area. And then, of course, Harry Potter. Like, oh, oh my goodness. We all just need another Harry Potter area to go explore. And I'll say it again, theming across the board, 
the wizarding world just wins. I love all Disney things, but these Harry Potter areas are like the best themed lands hands down. So I can't wait to see what they do with the Ministry of Magic. And then I'm a scaredy cat, so I'm not quite sure about Dark Universe and what that is going to look like and how fun that's going to be for me. Um, But, you know, I'll definitely check it out. So if you haven't already, go take a look at some concept art. Um, This looks beautiful. We even got to see kind of a little 3D video like we were going through the park and really kind of get the feel for it. Um, So Universal is definitely, you know, they're bringing it. They're bringing it for 2025. Um, But I do think that's also resulting in a lot of great deals being dropped by Universal in 2024 um, because they know some people are probably holding out. Oh, we'll go to Universal when they open the new park, but they want people in their parks now. So there's a great offer out for buy two days, get two free. I actually have clients down there right now that took advantage of this um, as well as some other, you know, perks to buy a certain number, get more days free. Universal does that a lot. There's some hotel discounts out there. So if you're wanting to try Universal or go again, if you've been and experience those two great parks and the water parks, do it. Then we can get you back in 2025 when Epic Universe opens. But if you need any help with booking, remember my services are completely free to you. So please reach out. Would love to get you a quote and start planning that trip wherever it is you want to go. Universal, Disney, take a cruise like me this summer, whatever you're looking for. But you can find me on Instagram at Mountains of Magic, on Facebook at Fantastical Vacations by Danielle with one L, or email me at Danielle Robbins at FantasticalVacations.com. All that info is down below in the show notes in the description. But as always, my friends, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Hope you have a wonderful weekend and a magical day. Bye-bye. 